Prepare the way, O Zion. Your Christ is drawing near. Let every hill and valley a level way appear. Greet one who comes in glory, foretold in sacred story. Fling wide you gates, O Zion. Your Savior's rule embrace. His tidings of salvation proclaim in every place. All lands will bow before him. Their voices will adore him. O blessed is Christ that came in God's most holy name. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. Before I begin in earnest, this morning I want to say a word of gratitude to your vicar, Father Matt. He's one of my closest friends and colleagues, and I'm a much better priest for his ministry, even with me. I've even learned how not only to endure his bizarre sense of humor, but even to enjoy it, especially as we have worked and served together as podcast hosts. And of course, it's a tremendous honor to serve here at All Souls Church and to preach from this very pulpit, which looks way better right here than when we dug it out of Emmanuel's basement. (laughs) My own parish, of course, sends her greeting, and you should know that we have committed to praying for you and your ministry for the foreseeable future. We feel truly blessed to have been involved, even in some small way, to your foundation And I know that I speak for the entire gathering of the saints there at Emmanuel when I say how proud we are of you and your amazing vicar as you approach your first Christmas. It's a big deal, guys. But that's getting a touch ahead of ourselves, isn't it? We're still in this preparatory season of Advent, still taking just a little bit more time in our days to devote towards our Christian practice as we await the coming of the Messiah. Oftentimes, this particular Sunday of Advent is highlighted by a joyful mood, the rose candle way over there, the rose candle signaling a lightness of our joy against the purple or blue backdrop of this penitential time. The scripture readings this morning are meant, I believe, to move our hearts and our minds towards a rather specific kind of joy. That is, the joy of broken things being fixed. In our first lesson, we find this joy in nothing less than the world becoming as God intended because he himself is present to make it right. The things that have gone wrong will be made good. Isaiah spoke of this in a few different ways this morning, didn't he? Did you notice? The dry and arid wastes of the desert will be filled with lush and vibrant life. Even as the lesson begins, we read of that hostile environment, itself filling with life and rejoicing even, the songs of joy at God's restoration. We heard the healing of human suffering and ailing, weakness being turned to strength, courage restored to the callow, as God's promised recompense for evil and wickedness brings justice to the oppressed. We even heard these beautiful verses. I love them so much. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, Isaiah says, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. The lame shall leap like a deer. 
and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. How wonderful. Again, human frailty can no longer stand as the promise of God's restorative presence is fulfilled and enacted. The way will be made straight for Zion and God's holiness, goodness, beauty, and perfection will be made known to all nations, indeed, all of creation. What promise we heard from the prophet this morning, right? A world, a creation, returned to its original vocation, which is to resound with the joy of its creator. That's what the universe is for. You ever thought about that? This alternative really beats the junk we have to put up with week after week, right? Which is a pretty severe understatement, honestly. This vision, this hope of God's order restored would have been one of the few hopeful things to hold on to for so many of those ancient Israelites, right? By the time of John the Baptist, the hope of God's full presence and reign had reached a fever pitch. Messianic expectation is in the air. The prophets, Isaiah included, spoke of one to come who would truly embody God's presence and reign, that Messiah. And when John asks from prison as to Jesus Christ's identity, Jesus responds by hearkening back to God's promise passed to Isaiah. He said, go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. I think that Jesus responds this way to show John that in him, in Jesus, the promise of the restoration that Isaiah had in his word is well on its way. And John, being part of that prophetic tradition, which certainly had taken great notice to Jesus' response. Therefore, in regarding the Messiah and seeing the Messiah, John and his compatriots were blessed indeed to see God's goodness breaking into the world, the joy of the ages coming to make everything new. They might even feel that same joy of the broken becoming fixed. Which is to say, your participation in, your participation in, and your announcement of that kind of joy is part and parcel of, with your work here in this place, here in Horizon West and here at Bay Lake Elementary School. The people around you, the people around any of us in the Christian faith are struggling. We're struggling too, right? Though not because they're Israelites crushed under the Roman gladius, that's the sword, no, they struggle as we do with the weight of their burdens and especially the weight of their sins. But you, you in the room and those not in the room, you carry the promise of the Messiah in your very body as you seek to minister to all souls in your given mission field. You carry with you the ministry of God's restoration to joy and, yes, the forgiveness of sins. I hope you hear that as an encouragement. I know that your work out here is pretty challenging, even 
as it is indeed suffused with that great joy. I know it is. But as you face these challenges together, listen carefully to the words of James. He says, he writes to his community, Be patient, therefore, beloved, until the coming of the Lord. Be patient with one another and bear with each other. In each season of ministry, we're all meant to be working for the spread of the kingdom, the announcement of Christ's restoration, the fixing of broken things, until his coming again. You are meant to do that here in Horizon West. That's amazing. James says, strengthen your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is near. Beloved, he goes on, do not grumble against one another, so that you may not be judged. The peace of the kingdom, the peace of the kingdom, the joy of the Messiah's reign is hard won. We know that the culmination of Advent and Christmas is truly enacted on Good Friday and Easter. Strengthen your hearts. Do not grumble. May that peace grant you the patience and grace to tend to each other and to the business of a new and growing young parish. I pray that the joy of a restored creation, fixed broken things, this is a joy that God promised through the word of the prophets, a joy remembered and hoped for by the expectant Israel, and a joy magnificently fulfilled in Jesus Christ. I pray this joy always takes residence among you in your open hearts. And I know that Christ will be among you in the presence and the sacrament and in your hearts as a faithful people seeking after God's face. Be nice to Father Matt. He means well. <laughs> to Christ be all glory from age to age. Amen. <laughs>